Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Danielle McCartney, Sports Radio 1019 FM, the band WFAN. Good Saturday evening, New York sports fans. My name is Danielle McCartney. Uh, I guess we'll call this one McCartney before midnight, I guess. I'm just the uh, super utility around here, and I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up to the stroke of midnight here in New York City and beyond. So whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next couple of hours, whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFN.com, or on the free Odyssey app. And of course, we're here in the Big Apple, and Connor Green and I are coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio here in Lower Manhattan. Go ahead, start dialing 877-337-6666 as if I had to tell you the phone number. You already know it. It's already pre-programmed. It's already in your favorites. And uh, as the Mets are in Camden Yards, as we speak, I will keep you updated on the score of that game as the show rolls along. As we glance in right now, Brandon Nimmo just hit a, a double down the left field line. The score is 3 nothing O's over the Mets in the top of the fourth. Of course, like I said, I will keep you updated on that. So, you and I, we meet again. But this time, for the first time on the other side of the 2023 Major League Baseball trade deadline. And uh, we'll we'll do a quick little analysis of of both teams here in the open because it's easier to do that when I don't follow a game. It's kind of like whatever I want to do. So I love doing both in the open to get both fan bases riled up. That's my job. It's New York sports. Talk about all the teams. But, um, you know, the Yankees stood as close to Pat as possible. That's my takeaway. And call him Old McDonald because Steve Cohen now has a farm. E-I-E-I-O. So the Mets had a fire sale, and don't let Billy and Epler tell you otherwise. Remember when I was with you last Sunday afternoon it was, and Paul told us that he's like, Danielle, got some brand new sound from Billy Epler. Do you want to hear it? I was like, yeah, play it. So, of course. So it was like this hot off the press audio of Billy Epler telling everyone gathered before him in some, I think it was the the side wall of the press conference room. And he told everyone with a microphone and said, this is a direct quote. It's not a rebuild. It's not a fire sale. Not a liquidation, just a repurposing of Steve's investment into the club. My immediate reaction right here was to call BS on that because at that point, he had traded away the Mets' best reliever and their 1A, or I guess one, if you want to consider him 1B, starter in Max Scherzer. 
And that was Sunday. The trade deadline was Tuesday. And I maintained all along that it was, indeed, all of those things that Epler said it wasn't. A fire sale. And lo and behold, just as you and I talked about on Sunday, Justin Furlander ended up being on the move, too. So here's a little math equation for you. Your best reliever plus your 1A starter plus your 1B starter all traded is does it, that, that equals not a fire sale? Make it make sense. And then, of course, you have Steve and Alex Cohen penned, or I guess typed, a letter to Mets fans that came out, I think it was last, I think I saw it last night, uh, late last night. But uh, Jeff McNeil, by the way, two-run home run to pull the Mets within one. Umpire has his hands up. Not sure if that, I didn't see it. Maybe that might be challenged. Let's see the replay as McNeil jogs back to the dugout. Mets are down 3-2 th- to two in the top of the fourth. Lots of Mets fans on, on hand, by the way, in Baltimore tonight. They're showing them on TV wearing all, all blue shirts and everything. So there it is. It's, it's a, a pitch that kind of hung fastball. It looked like middle up. McNeil ripped it, looks like, down the line. They, they cut out of the replay. I'm not sure. But so the score is, I am sure of that, 3-2 O's. So this letter that the Cohen sent down to the fans, parts of it I liked. And I like the honesty of this sentence. They wrote, we added several key pieces to our team, but things have not turned out how we planned. You are rightfully disappointed, and so are we. This is not where we wanted to be in 2023. It sounds like a poem, doesn't it? And so I like that. I like the honesty behind that. Uh, But there were parts of it that I questioned, like this. Quote, our goal is to be a consistent contender. The only way to do this in a sustainable way is to build a pipeline of high-caliber talent in our farm system that will fuel our major league team for years to come. Like, I question it because you went for it, man. You had the 2021 season and the 2022 season to really, you know, build the farm, but didn't really. You went for it. You went for it this year and in in all the years prior to this year. But, you know, I applaud the pivot. I do. I applaud the pivot. And I just wonder now, my next thought was, what's the impact on that quick pivot? Or what might the impact of the quick pivot be on these big name free agents uh, in in the near future, for when you know to, if they're if you're a big name free agent and you're looking at how fast the move the Mets moved on from Scherzer and more apropos Verlander, I mean Scherzer bought v- real estate here. He thought he'd be here a while, but you know as a, as a as a big name free agent, it it doesn't look too stable to me at the moment. And I would be hesitant. Maybe they're going to ship me off in a year. Or two years if it doesn't work out. I don't know. Um, And here's another thing that I just did not agree with in that letter. Stephen Alex Cohen wrote, In a very short period of time, we have infused an unprecedented amount of top-tier prospects into our system that would otherwise have taken years to accumulate. Now, the phrase top-tier prospects... That's a major reach. And let me explain. As of today, which is obviously after the trade deadline, the New York Mets have exactly five players ranked right now 
at the time of the writing of this, this letter, right, the Mets have five players ranked on the official, official Major League Baseball pipeline. Five. Three of those five were already there prior to the trade deadline. So these are the Mets' top-tier prospects, the ones that are within the one, the top 100 in the league. Three of the five that are now there were already there before the trade deadline. Parada, who is still the highest-ranked one. I forgot the exact number. I think 30, late, late 30s, early 40s is where he's ranked. Then you've got Mauricio and Williams. Those are the guys that were already there. Then you've got Acuna, who's number 43, and Gilbert, who's number 67. Those are the only two new additions to this, this Mets top-tier pipeline. And I researched every single one of the prospects that the Mets got back this week. And listen, I know they're prospects. And, and Paul Rosenberg gave a great you know um, opinion about something I had seen on, on Twitter earlier in the day. Ellie De La Cruz was not like ranked. He, and look at what he's doing now. So you can't measure the heart of these men. You can't measure the, you know, the the will to win and the desire to succeed. Those are not measurable. But going by the measurables for these men that the Mets brought back, some of them are teenagers, by the way. I guess that makes them still men, I guess. But it's 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 let me say it this way. It, it's difficult for me to get excited about this absolute liquidation going on in Queens. That 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 went down, past tense, in Queens. You know, because I look at these these prospects, right? Mauricio, he was, according to Pipeline, and it's usually dead on, this MLB Pipeline website, because it's put out by the league. Mauricio, he was expected this year, 2023, but but where is he? I'm confused. And then, uh, then out of the five, Acuna's next. His expected arrival is 2024, yet he, he's only in double A, so I don't know. I'd be very surprised. Maybe a, an August call-up? I don't know. And and his, Acuna's official scouting report literally says he's blocked at shortstop by Lindor. But it says he can also play center field. Well, here's some news. He's blocked there, too. The Mets now better give him a different position. Learn something different now. Not too late, like they did to Ronnie Mauricio, by the way. So, so far, Acuna, he's played three games in Binghamton. I don't know if they played today, but until, up through today, he's played three games. All at shortstop. I'm confused again. Is it just me? And then... You've got Parada and Gilbert. They're expected in 2025. And then Williams, who's only 19 years old right now, he's expected in 2026. Those are all the ETAs, according to the league, for the worthwhile new Mets. And can you imagine lauding this prospect hall when you've got a manager in Buck Showalter who is dead set against playing the rookies and a front office that still can't seem to find a reason to bring up Ronnie Mauricio? Imagine that. Imagine saying, look at all these prospects that we're never going to play. Now, I understand you could package them for, for you know, deals and things like that. But, I mean, what value do they have? I mean, there's only five of them in the top 100. And I still can't understand 
the up and down praise for the same man for tearing this down. And he's the same guy that built up this mess. And then in the letter, Stephen Alex Cohen wrote, we promise you, we'll look, we'll, we will work hard to field a competitive team in 2024. Our core group of experienced players, including Nimmo, Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil, and Diaz, plus supplementation in the free agent market will allow us to put together a formidable team next season. Okay, so let's wait and see, I guess, because that's not really what your outgoing aces said in their introductory press conferences with their new teams for this season. Like, they were obviously both asked, Verlander and Scherzer, about, you know, the departure of the Mets and the direction of the team. And Verlander put it lightly. He was nice about it. And he said, quote, the direction I was told for next year, which is 2024, the direction I was told for next year was it wasn't going to be the exact same MO as this season, which was to fill every gap that you need with a free agent. That didn't work out, so why double down on the strategy? Okay, that's putting it nicely, I guess. Then you got Scherzer. He was way more direct. Scherzer said, quote, the team is now shifting vision. They're looking to compete now for 2025 and 6. 2024 was not going to be a reload situation. It was going to be more of a transition. They were looking to make decisions to compete outside my contract window. I said, okay, that's brand new news to me. And I transcribed this all, by the way. Scherzer said it was different than what I ever heard coming out of Steve's mouth. So there, there shows you the the non-trust in the ability of Billy Epler, right? And and Scherzer continued, he said, I, I was like, I got to hear this directly from Steve. So I had a phone call with Steve, and he basically articulated the same vantage point, and that was the new vision for the Mets. And so once it became official that that's the vision for the Mets, I said, yes, I'll waive my no-trade clause underneath those pretenses. That's from Max Scherzer. And, and guess what? I believe both of them especially because Billy Inepler decided he was not going to comment. He declined to comment when he was asked about his plan after the trade deadline. So Mets fans, my message to you is, like at the airport, pack your patience. 877-337-6666. Let's go to, out to Tommy in Long Island. You're the leadoff caller of the night, Tommy. Go ahead. Hi, Danielle. How are you? How are you doing? I love your energy. It's great. Thank you. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, you know the Forrest Gump thing? Last like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what our pitching and uh, everything we do all the time. We never know what we're getting. Now, why are we getting... I would have kept Verlander. Sergio, I understand. But why did we get rid of Verlander? And now... It's like a mess. It's like uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they got rid of Verlander. I mean, next year, when you look at the rotation for next year as it stands right now. I mean, they 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 backed themselves into a corner to there, have to there make is a no move. rotation. Yeah, it's it's Senga. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Kodai Senga, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quintana. Uh, you hope yeah. he can. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of hope on that rotation. So they reference the core of players that they have coming back for next year, but. But not one of them was was a was a was a pitcher. Like Danielle, can I ask you? I don't know off my head. Um, is there any free agency next year that we can grab in for our pitching? I mean, 
Yeah, Blake Snell. If they've black, they've backed themselves into a corner where they they have to get Blake Snell. I don't right. want any part of Urias. He's got a five ERA. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's. I, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's ugly. It's ugly. I mean, of course, there's yeah. Shohei Otani, right? But who knows? Now the crap about um, um, Steve Cohen giving a letter to the you know the people that, who buy season tickets. Mm-hmm. Come on, are we buying this? Am I? Uh, parts of it, yeah. I like the honesty. I'm buying the honesty. Uh, yeah. I'm not buying at all the part about the top-tier prospects. I'm just not. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Neither do I. It's, it's like kind of pathetic, really. <laughs> so what do you think our, our move is forward? Uh, what are they going to do? What do you think? Yeah, Tommy, and thanks for the call there. The move forward is change out GMs. <laughs> that would be my first move moving forward. Um and just hope the new guy has has a good handle on on on. See, I I would have changed out GMs before this trade deadline. If if I'm bringing in a new regime, which everybody seems to think the Mets are, I don't understand why they would give the old guy the keys to the Ferrari to, to rebuild a Ferrari when you got someone else trying to drive it. Like, why wouldn't they they let you know stand pat as best as possible? I, I don't know. So I get. I mean, I guess the next move. I mean, the priority number one. I was thinking about this today for the Mets for next season. Has to be starting pitching. Has to be. And that's not going to come cheap. Can they get Otani? I wouldn't hold my breath. Uh, next tier, Blake Snell. I, you'd back yourself into a corner where you cannot go into next season with that pitching rotation looking as sorry as it currently does right now. You just can't. And, and the league knows it. And that's not a great position to be in. Check in on the score here really quickly. Uh, Tyler McGill has thrown 81 pitches through uh, or two outs into the bottom of the fourth. The score is 4-2 Orioles with Rutschman at the plate. Orioles have a runner on third. And, and oh, and one more thing before we throw it to commercial here. You're going to want to follow me on, on Twitter. Uh, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. I've got something for you that I know you're going to want. And that's going to be in the 9 p.m. hour. So if you don't have a Twitter, you've got about 40 minutes, 39 minutes to make one and learn how to use it. That's at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Here is your fair warning. My name is Daniel McCartney. I'm taking more of your calls right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 